0: Have you ever wondered what the difference between peri and menopause is? How do you even know you're in menopause? We're going to talk about that today because my hormonal lab work is in. And you guys, one of the results shocked me. We're also going to talk about fiber and how powerful it is for weight loss, but there are also some things you should know. Grab your coffee and let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Candidly with Coffee.
1: Friday, let's go.
0: Yes, and of course, again, I totally forgot it was Friday, but thank you for the reminder. I can always count on you.
1: Yes, you already know. Everybody's, mostly everybody's favorite time of the week, the end of the week, Friday.
0: Cheers. Cheers. Last few days, I'll be able to use my boo mug because as the halloween season is coming to an end
1: what's weird about the halloween season it does not even feel like halloween to me i've been telling you that at yeah, one no, bit
0: no it doesn't i have not really got into the halloween spirit i think i've just been too busy it's just been it's just been busy and so that's why yeah anyways so we are we're back we're back a lot of people are gearing up for halloween parties this weekend
1: yes they are gearing up to drink a lot too oh uh
0: oh. Have you touched base with your clients on that? Give them some protocol. For no drinking. The holiday. No
1: drinking. That's it. There's no neg- non-negotiable with me. No drinking. No drinking. Non-negotiable. They no. all have results right now. I told them don't that up. You're on a good trajectory. Yeah, they're don't on ruin a good. It. Yeah, they're all on a good high frequency. Don't ruin it. Our is just going to set you back.
0: Yeah, you had some good check-ins today.
1: Yes, I did.
0: I think that it's it's interesting to think about alcohol and to finally switch the mindset. And I I think only just recently, I have finally switched my mindset and realized that I truly don't
1: need it. How do you feel? Ask yourself without
0: it. I don't need it. I used to, I feel like I leaned on it for social reasons. I, I leaned on it for to help with social anxiety and things like that. But honestly, it just promotes more anxiety.
1: I was going to say that. You it just, really you, does. You're just adding more anxiety. you already know that because you, you did a whole study on alcohol and anxiety.
0: Yeah. You know what it is? I can't unlearn now the things that I n- learned about it, that it's sur- the surge of cortisol.
1: Yeah, like now yeah. I can't
0: unknow that. And now yes. I'm like, why would I drink this drink right now and surge my body
1: with stress? Exactly. And it's the bad yeah. stress. It's not even the good stress because cortisol can be good. Yeah. It's not all bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, cortisol can be good when it's used appropriately. Cortisol rises when we wake up in the morning. We need cortisol to get going in the morning, actually. Yes. And so it's not necessarily all a bad thing.
1: No, not at all. Just like stress. People think, oh, stress. What kind of stress are you talking about? There's positive and negative. The positive stress is the stress under physical duress when you're working out and crushing Mm -hmm. a workout. That's Mm -hmm. stress. It's a good stress.
0: All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in and just give you a little housekeeping reminder. If you don't already follow our Instagram, make sure you follow us on candidly underscore with coffee because we're having fun over there.
1: Yes, we are. We're having having a blast over there.
0: Yeah, with our walk and talks. We talk about everything under the sun over there on those walk and talks. Sometimes we have arguments.
1: Yeah, we do. We bicker. (laughs) That's, That's part of being married and not always going to agree on everything. <laughs> yeah. That's part of being different. We're both two different <clears throat> human beings I have our opinions of things.
0: Yeah. Make sure you follow us so you can tune in to the fun over there. And then if you haven't already left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review. Actually, we got a new one. I'm going to read it. And nice. it is from... Oops. Crystal Ahern, I love your podcast and look forward to listening every Monday and Friday morning while doing my cardio. Janine, you're so knowledgeable. Michael, always so motivating. You both are so helpful with helping me refocus and stay strong and committed to fitness and health goals. Oh, and the magnesium advice has been a total game changer. I only wish I would have started taking it sooner. I sleep so much better and my anxiety is at an all time low. Thank you for sharing. Oh, that's. That's nice.
1: Thank you very much for the support, Crystal.
0: Sorry, my hair's in my face. Okay, and another one is from BG143. And this one says, I'm relatively new to your podcast, but I've been listening to them nonstop. I like how real you both are. And learn something in every episode. Your tips have been very helpful. I also love your YouTube videos. Thanks for all the work that you do.
1: Thank you for the support. We thank appreciate you so it, you guys. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Trust yeah. me, we do. We know, we see you, we hear you. You're elevating us, so thank you very much. You're on this journey with us. Yeah. You're on this podcast with us. That's what I always tell you. Leave her a comment. Anything you want us to talk about, we'll talk about.
0: You drive the episodes. Seriously. For sure. 100%. Our listeners literally drive these episodes.
1: Yeah, they're part of our podcast, part of so the family. So if you
0: tuned in last week, you'll know that we didn't watch Golden Bachelor. Because we lost the internet that day or whatever. We caught up now though. So we watched for you guys though, it'll, it will be the previous episode. We'll fully catch up with the recaps by Monday's podcast episode because we're recording this on Thursdays. Tonight's episode hasn't aired, but we did watch the one that we missed last week. Yeah. And I'm going to make my pick for him right now. My pick for Gary is the pickleball captain. Yeah. I think she most, the most matches his vibe and i liked her although okay i have a couple things to say about him he has no edge he's no he sounds like a, like a sesame street character when yeah. he talks right
1: poor guy Nothing. i don't
0: know he just he has no edge to me he's a nice guy but honestly i saw a side to him that kind of bothered me a little bit yeah when he reprimanded the gossip chick, Kathy, she's a gossip. Yep. When he reprimanded her, I got a weird vibe from him. I yeah. I think it showed a side to him that I didn't like.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure.
0: The way he, I don't know. I don't like the way he handled that. He automatically assumed she was totally in the wrong and it just gave me a weird feeling about him.
1: You know what it is? I hate to say this, but he's one of those type of people and there's lots of you out there is you hear one side of the story and you run with it. There's always two sides and three sides. But you guys, since you heard the first side, that's the side you stick to. There's always two sides to everything. And I'm sure when he goes back and watches everything, he's going to know like, oops, right. Oops. All right, homie, you messed up Pass judgment too quickly.
0: And if you guys don't know who we're talking about, Kathy, I have her up on the screen. I have, I came across the, it was driving me crazy. I had said that Kathy reminded me of Caitlyn. Yes. Caitlyn Jenner. 100%. Okay. And then I came across it on TikTok and it just, totally. it was so hilarious because Kathy l- reminds me of Caitlyn Jenner. And then there's that other one who has the short hair that looks like Chris Jenner.
1: Exactly. I was going to say They're the same thing. This is weird, right? They doppelgangers. B- doppelgangers. I
0: have it up on the screen. You guys, what do you think? We're not going crazy. No, what do you think? not
1: at all. I, same thing.
0: It's crazy. Dude, look at him. But Kathy does have a strong resemblance to Caitlyn. I think it's the strong cheekbones.
1: Yeah, she for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, you look like you could be her sister. Yeah,
0: it it is good though. I really still like the show. Um, I do feel that Teresa, the little petite one, that he she's one of the front runners. She was the other side of that drama with Kathy, but she annoys me. She's like a stage five Klingon.
1: Yes, uh, when I was single. And the minute I noticed that about a chick, I'm gone. I cut them out immediately. I don't let them hang around.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Those are red
1: flags. I see them, Klingons. I could tell.
0: Didn't you used to They're tell terrible. me, or haven't you shared stories with me before? If not girlfriends or dating, but when you're in Vegas and like you meet a girl the first day, maybe you hook up with her or whatever. Yes. Uh-huh. And then she clings onto you like you're her vacation boyfriend. Yeah.
1: No, i cut that out quick now. Just because we slept together the night before we just met. We're not here on this trip together. Sorry, sweetheart. I know I'm an asshole, but that was my mentality back then.
0: Didn't you have one, share that one story. Didn't you have one girl that you hooked up with her and then you, she was being a cling on, So you.
1: Yeah, she was annoying. I don't know. She just was, wouldn't go away. Excuse my French. And then I told my boy, Gabe, shout out Gabe. I haven't talked to him in years, but I passed her off to him and then i hooking up.
0: That's, that is nasty. That's, ve- that's Vegas for
1: you, man. I can tell you stories. Vegas is wild. Yeah.
0: And then they ended up hooking up.
1: Yes. Yeah. They end up hooking up, which was good. I wasn't mad. Good. Here, take her. I don't want her. But this
0: girl doesn't, you're like, why? Was she, like, pretty?
1: She was cute. She was cute. G- cute give her a rating,
0: one to ten. A blonde?
1: little blondie, yeah. Really? Yeah, where is she woman. from? I believe somewhere on the East Coast. Oh, okay. I don't remember exactly where. If I had to give her a rating, I'd say about an eight.
0: Oh, that's a good rating. Yeah.
1: You got to understand something. Women don't think highly of themselves either. They could be hot and think like a two, if that makes sense.
0: And act, yeah, yeah, no. I think and act 100%. like a level two. That's insecurity. That comes yes. with lack of confidence. Yes. I yes. had a friend who was beautiful, honestly. To me, me, I always considered her a 10. And I always thought, wow, like I, I enjoyed her beauty. But she, when she was out in public or like in Vegas or something, she acted like a four. She didn't wasn't aware of her beauty or didn't possess confidence, and it shocked me, to be honest. And when
1: I, again, going back to when I was single, and I dated those so-called pretty girls, a lot of them were not confident like you think. And, I, and this is what I think. This is what I suspect. A lot of them were former fat girls of some sort. Maybe were fat growing up, or maybe their father wasn't in life something, but I see right through them. First you meet them, they act all like they're all that, and then once you really pull the curtain back, this person ain't as confident as they lead you to believe they are. And
0: let me... Soften that a little bit the way former fat girls, the way you just bluntly where I think that comes from is sometimes when you change the external, you still this the inner working still has to catch up to the yeah, external, yeah. and you still are like you, you still possess those insecurities, or it's also the fear of going back to that. I know because I think I've had periods of time like that with myself, like having gone through the weight loss
1: but me personally I've never experienced that with you you've never acted that way if that makes sense
0: yeah no I because when I met you I was in a very I was very confident time in my life I felt like I said it even had maybe too much confidence because like I didn't feel like I was had baggage because I had kids or anything I had this mindset like I was entering the market as a single woman who was I took care of myself. I had a good job. I felt like I was a catch. You're That's high, the you're, mentality. You're I a I high had.
1: value woman. Again, yeah. I broke my rules getting with you. I told myself I'd never get with a chick with kids. My ex had two like I'd never do that again. Yeah. Never say never.
0: Yeah. I remember you telling me that. And I was thinking like, oh, so that was like a, that look like a negative about me. Kind, am- kind,
1: kind of. It, it is <clears throat> looked on as baggage. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Take, no, it I from, get it. take it from my point of view. I have zero kids. I'm a single dude. Never been it. married. I'm starting from scratch. You get what somebody's already coming with kids. I, I'm not, I don't want to call your kids baggage. they're wonderful. I love my stepkids. But at that point, I didn't know you. Right. That kind it. of is baggage. I'm yeah. taking on another man's kids. Yeah, you're right. They're not my responsibility. So you got to look at it like that. That's the way I was looking at it. No,
0: like, I get it. And what, I think you're right. But I just, and I'm glad I didn't think about no, it. No, you
1: didn't. You didn't, didn't even didn't. act like it or nothing. No. no. That was perfect. It was good. It, no. it all worked out. Here we are, almost 13 years later.
0: Yeah. I remember saying that actually to my ex during our divorce. Like I thought, I, I I think I'm a catch for the right person. Like yeah. I really didn't. I I really thought I was yeah. a catch because I mean he didn't. He thought that maybe some of the my what would be considered. I don't know what do you call it. Down, my downside would people m- other men would have a trouble with. So
1: ladies, let me call myself out real quick while I have it because I, I said former fat girls. I'm a former fat boy right here. I'll call myself out. I've been fat, and let me tell you, so it's quite the opposite for me. I've been overconfident while I was fat. She has pictures to prove it. Put it on the screen. Yeah, she has pictures to prove I was fat with my shirt off, and I'm sitting next to her in a bikini body. She's a ten, I'm a two. That's the truth. Busted. But did you feel that way? I didn't. That's what I've always been confident. Did you sense any unconfidence out of me? No,
0: not in the least. That's brave.
1: What was I thinking? Looking back, dude, that's too confident. I was overconfident.
0: I never felt. But it's within
1: the confidence is within the show. It's not external for me. It's within. Does that make sense? Yeah. See, it's within. It's not external. So I'm I'm confident whether I was big or small. doesn't matter. It doesn't change who I am internally.
0: I feel like there were, I've always been, I've always leaned on confident. Like I've always been more of a confident person than a not confident person. Yeah. Yep. But I've had times you know, in my life because obviously I did struggle with my weight early yeah. on. So yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. All right. But yes. Teresa, back to Golden Bachelor, stage five Klingon, but I think she is one of the front runners. But my pick so far is the pickleball captain. I
1: hope he doesn't pick that stage five Klingon. She's just no good. I don't know. She's kind of annoying. Those are disastrous.
0: All right, moving on. Special Forces, you guys, is on a little hiatus for a couple of weeks. So we will catch up when they come back. But moving on to the hot coffee topic, Mauricio Umansky, which is Kyle Richards' husband. They're still married, but they're separated. And I don't know what it is about this separation, but living in the same house thing, but it seems to be a trend right now, but I guess I did it for a little bit too. You did so. It too. He, So They're separated officially, but he's on Dancing with the Stars and he was has a lot of chemistry with his partner, by the way, because yes. I saw the last episode of Dancing with the Stars and I was blown you, away at the dance. You can see it, huh? major chemistry. Yes. They were caught, they went out to dinner in Hollywood and then paparazzi caught them holding hands, leaving good for him. And Kyle commented on it on watch what happens live last night. Andy asked her about it and she said that yes, they are separated, but it did hurt her to see that.
1: That's what Chloe said the other day when you're watching, not to get off topic, when you're watching the Kardashians, she said she's not with Tristan. She doesn't want to be with Tristan, but is it going to hurt when he finally sees her ex-baby daddy with another woman. Yeah, it's going to sting a little bit.
0: I think it, if it's natural. to, f- It feels a little weird. You know what I mean? It feels a little weird, especially when you've been with someone for a long time. Kyle and Mauricio have been together for 27
1: years. But here's where I have the problem with that. She's good for thee, not for me. Like, you could be out with your lesbian girlfriend. Parading no, but she, no,
0: no, she denies it still. Oh, get out of here. But she denies it, says see. they are friends. I
1: oh, see. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Good for thee, not for me. One of those. Women can never take shit on the chin and just own up to it. I hate that, man. Like, dude, come on. You've been spotted. Come on. You got the same tattoos. Get out of here. Who yeah, are you fooling?
0: I don't know, but I did watch a scene from Real Hospice of Beverly Hills premiered, actually, and it's going to document and chronicle their de- the end of their relationship. And I feel like, <laughs> it, excuse this analogy, but I feel like Kyle's balls dropped. Do you know what I mean by yep. that? Yes. She got, she him. has.
1: You say, oh, I I, I took Kyle from Mauricio, my bad, I had a brain fart.
0: Oh, no, Kyle. Because she has always been the one pining after him. Wanted, uh, over the years watching Real Hospice Beverly Hills, yeah. she always seemed, he always seemed to be in the position where.
1: He's a moneymaker, She right? liked
0: him, more. she was more enamored with him than her. Like she was wanting gotcha. his attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in this season, I feel like her balls dropped. I feel like she is more of, because she made a comment about she was going to get another tattoo, and he said, you're not going to get another one, are you, or whatever. She goes, if I want to. Like, she straight up stood up to him, and she goes, if I want to, I'm going to get one.
1: Yeah, good. She's an adult. She should.
0: And I just felt, I don't know, I just felt more of, like, confidence coming from her that I've never seen before. She's always struck me as a little puppy dog with him. And so you could definitely tell there's a dynamic shift in the relationship for sure in this, at the beginning of the season. So obviously we now know that they were going through a shift and she confirmed on watch what happens live last night. She's the one who actually initiated the separation.
1: Really came from her, huh?
0: Yeah. You know what I think happens in a lot of relationships? I think in situations where you've got one that's like the upper hand, for yeah. a long time, they have the upper hand, and they're used to just having that position. So they sure. take yes. their spouse for granted for a lot of years, yep. and they just always think they're always just going to be there, pining for me. Yep. A lot of times, that's the it's the one that's pining for you that does the big power move. Yep. And will shock you, and because you've been take you start to take them for granted.
1: Exactly. And I always I, say that somebody will grow balls no matter how much you punk them in the relationship. And eventually, say, you know what, you, I'm out of here. Excuse yeah. my French. Yeah. We've seen that happen with who? We've seen it happen with. He was getting punked. I ain't gonna say his name on to blast I'm getting punk, punk, punked, and one day, you're out of here. Oh yeah. I was like, good for you, bro. It, it, it it's friends out of, of mine. It happened yeah. to have three friends of mine. They finally grew up here and kicked them chicks to the curb yeah. like they're supposed to.
0: Yeah, because they they put up with it for a long time, yes. and then suddenly just they're something punching switches. Mm-hmm. But in that situation, a lot of times the something switches, and then the spouse goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait, I can change, but it's too late.
1: It's too late. too late. Too much damage. There's a line you don't cross. Once you cross that line, or let me use a better analogy, the straw that breaks the camel's back. Straws don't weigh very much. You're going to break nobody's back. Put tens of thousands of straws, eventually it'll break your back. Yeah. L- little by little. Cracks. We always say when there's cracks, it turns into bigger cracks.
0: It's crazy. It is still sad for me to see that their relationship is done, but. It's life.
1: Life happens. It goes on.
0: Yeah. But I, I I don't know. Just interesting. But it was interesting because she said, based on the photo from the paparazzi, even though Mauricio and the partner denied it, Kyle said on Watch What Happens Live last night, no, based on that, you're not holding hands with someone that it's amicable like, right. a, it's not a friendship. You're not holding hands in Hollywood when you know paparazzi's going to be seen. She's
1: right. He did that. He he knew. He wanted to stick it to him. I little think bit. he
0: wanted to do a little.
1: You, you got to <laughs> understand something. He, got, he stuck it to him, too, though. She's with a lesbian girlfriend, denied and He knows it. Come on, man. He's stupid. Yeah. Alleged. Come on.
0: She is denying it. She still says that they are just friends.
1: She's lying her ass off. She needs to be a woman and step up to the plate and admit it.
0: Now I'm going to tell you this though. Dancing with the stars, a lot of couples come out of dancing with the stars because they have to get so, they have to have chemistry to be good on the show. I
1: wouldn't do it. I'm not doing it. I'm not playing around like that. I'm cool. I think,
0: what about like Nikki Bella? That's where she met her now husband and she was with John Cena still. See? And then after her and John broke up, her and Artem became a, an items because it just requires chemistry. If you do well on that show, it means you have chemistry and you put a Facts. heterosexual, a male and a female who are designed. Chemistry is designed to result in baby making. That's the whole reason why we're Facts. Put, made. Yes. That is like very difficult to
1: yeah. abstain I'll, I'll, from. I personally wouldn't do it. If they I- that would have that would be a long conversation we would have to have that'd have to offer you a ton of money, but that's dangerous. I don't want to put is. our relationship at risk. You put me with another attractive woman and you put me with her days and weeks at a time. That's, that's, I don't care how solid your marriage is things can happen Anybody Not only can that
0: it's the it's that you have to actually feel dance is very like
1: you gotta get sexual the way yeah. they touch their bodies and swing we i saw that dance Did it's you sexual see? i don't care how you slice it that's so one thing i'm training clients female clients i don't have to touch them i could just show them the movement nothing you're dancing your body parts on each other you yeah. don't think something's gonna wake up inside of us men or a woman come on
0: oh it Who does it? come yeah. on yeah has to yeah,
1: exactly come on Especially if that person's attractive. That's just it's natural. And people beat you up over it because your natural human instincts is kicking in. That's we're here to procreate, man. Yeah. People don't look at it like that. So no. We always say don't put yourself in a dangerous environmental position.
0: Yeah, it's it's playing with fire. But I think yes. for him it was like the perfect kind of I believe even though he denied it or whatever, he did that for a I little knife. Done, poke. I would have done it too. You know what I mean? I because you're too. in Hollywood, leaving a, a restaurant when you know that paparazzi is following you because of all of this the stuff in the news about your marriage, and you're holding hands. Give me a break. That was deliberate.
1: So look, look what happened to us. Two things happened to us. One time, many years ago, before black car was even a thing, what did I get? I got us a black car Escalade in New York City. Well, we pulled Blackheart. up. We pulled up to a little yeah. Italy restaurant. Soon as me and my wife got out of that car. Dude, people busted out their phones and were looking at us like we're celebrities we're nobodies. They were like yeah. looking like to see. Because they
0: thought we were because nobody used like Escalades unless you were a celebrity back then.
1: And then, of course, we're dressed fancy. Yeah. I'm sure we're Louis out or Gucci out.
0: All right, moving on. No, not the hot coffee tub. This is a hold my coffee. Oh, hold my coffee.
1: Oh, let's go.
0: This comment came in perfect timing because we're going to talk about my lab results that came in. But first, let's talk about this comment. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read the entire thing so you guys can get just an idea of what I encounter on a daily basis, okay?
1: We're going to blast the name?
0: What's up on the screen. Okay. Okay, you are not old enough to even be in full-blown menopause. Losing weight if you are already skinny is not a huge deal anyways. You think you gained weight now? You barely are even really in it. Wait till your stomach looks pregnant and your waist is gone. So please don't pretend you did anything major by losing 15 pounds while there are people actually suffering from this. The beginning of menopause is annoying, yes, and things go on, but it's only after it's done where you will see the really bad effects on your body. And it could last at least 10 years. It's so many awful things, thinning lips, wider hips, huge belly, can't lose weight at all, thinning hair. It's bad. And then you come on here with your 15 pounds and say it's easy. Nothing is easy about menopause. If I had to do it all again, I would take hormones. It is the only thing that puts back what menopause takes away. I avoided it because I was told it was dangerous, but who wants to deal with this shit? I just don't want you to say things are easy to do. It's not easy for all of us. I have to stop for a second. At no point in time did I experience easy the, menopause weight loss. I, I was about
1: to say that. When did you say it was easy? I never it's said hard. it was easy. You, You've been complaining to me like, babe, this is the hardest 15 pounds I ever take yes. off compared to your competitive years.
0: So I don't want you to say it was easy. It's not easy for all of us. As a matter of fact, it is impossible to lose weight on menopause, especially if you have hypothyroidism. Glad if it is for you, but it's not for most. I know my picture doesn't show it, but I'm 61 and I'm glad it's over with, but the effects remain. I take care of myself and I have a full life and I am happy. I have a peace of mind that I didn't take hormones. What really matters is the quality of your life, not how you look.
1: Okay. Is this, she done? Is that done? Can I say something?
0: Hater. Oh my gosh, but that's rude. That's annoying in the micro oh, My bad. But this person had a visceral reaction to my video that in no way do I put on the video that the weight loss was easy. I just said the, it's proving that weight loss is possible and that a calorie deficit still works.
1: She said impossible.
0: She went, She she's said everything that is why I have this channel to begin with, because people like that scare the crap out of people who are approaching menopause or in menopause. They will think there's no hope.
1: Listen, whatever you guys do, people don't never take advice from these kind of people. She sounds no. like she's in a bad headspace. Negative Nancy's angry at the world. That's what that sounds yeah. like to me.
0: So let's just talk about a few things for, for one. Nothing that she said in her post was actually accurate. So menopause typically occurs in women from the age of 45 to 55. There are three stages of menopause. I think what she was referring to, a lot of that was in perimenopause. Perimenopause can actually, is the longest stage and can last years and can be very frustrating. Now that I look back, I was probably in perimenopause starting from 41, 42. Perimenopause is when your periods start to get irregular And your periods are irregular because your hormones are dipping. They're dipping into like menopause levels and then they come back up and you have a period. So it's very sporadic. And so you go in and out of feeling like you're in menopause. You're still actually fertile when you're in perimenopause, but your fertility declines and it's more sporadic. Your ovulation is usually not predictable. Perimenopause can last for years and you're not considered in actual menopause until you have no period for a consecutive 12 months, which means that now your hormones are just bottomed out and you're no longer like popping back up, having a period ovulating. So once you have had no period for 12 consecutive months, you can share that with your doctor and she can do, or your doctor can do some hormone lab work to confirm that your hormones coincide with the lack of period. And then usually at that point, you have lots of symptoms to share as well. And they can say, hey, yeah, based on this, you're in menopause. So menopause is just a point in time when you are considered, you go from peri to menopause. Once you're in menopause, that's it, it's menopause. Now the duration of time is considered post-menopause. So post-menopause is all the years of your life after your period stops. Post-menopause is forever. But the symptoms can come and go in in your post-menopause state, and it's different for everybody. Everybody's different. Everybody has different symptoms. Some people don't have any symptoms at all, believe it or not, and some people have the worst ever. I truly do believe the way you live your life, though, Leading into it is going to impact that significantly. Yeah. If you don't exercise, don't monitor what you eat, you're not on a healthy lifestyle journey and you hit menopause, is it going to affect you in a ways that it's not going to affect me? Absolutely. It's going to hit you with a bigger ton of bricks.
1: You have to be on point with your macros, your training, your steps. Everything has to be clicking. If not, don't be mad that you're gaining weight. You're not putting in the work. Right. Blame yourself.
0: So my results are in, you guys. I got my... Now, I had gotten lab work done in May. My doctor at that time was my general practitioner. She, estradol, I don't know how to pronounce it, Estrodol, whatever. She tested for that and FSH, which is the two things you to determine if you're in menopause. So at that time, the results indicated menopause. It, it coincided with my symptoms as well as the no period. So I'm not surprised that my lab work that I just got done confirms that again because I still haven't had a period and my estradiol is low, testosterone, low, FSH. is It all, it all indicates menopause. It's in, the, it's in the post-menopausal range. The shocking thing is I guess it's not that shocking because... I saw an indication of it in May, but I have an underactive thyroid, and a lot of time. No she, one
1: would believe that. Yeah. looking at you, hundred percent. I understand that. Yeah, and part thing, she's just trying to sound cool and trying to sound tough. You have the lab results to prove right. it. This time,
0: in May, when I got my lab work done. My thyroid, I saw, I looked at the chart and I'm like, whoa, it was off the chart a little bit for underactive. Like it was right out of the normal range. And I asked my doctor about it and she said, I wouldn't worry about it. You've always had, your thyroid's always been fine. You look, again,
1: See, you
0: look fine. You're clearly not overweight. So it's probably, usually we don't consider it to be an underactive thyroid unless you've had repeat tests where it's out of range. So in this lab work that I got now, it's been six months since my last lab work, this lab work, it's even more underactive now.
1: Isn't that crazy? And you lost weight.
0: Yes. So just to summarize, hmm. over the last four months, I have my hormones are shot, okay? All my sex hormones are postmenopausal range, definitely not helping me. And my thyroid is underactive. When you have an underactive thyroid, it slows down your metabolism. It's a direct connection to your metabolism.
1: And you spoke on this before. You did say I,
0: when I have a client that tells me they have an underactive thyroid, I adjust their macros accordingly, like to the tune of 20% when wow. you're not medicated, <clears throat> unless they're taking medication. Now, obviously I haven't been taking medication for my thyroid because my doctor said, oh, it's probably false because it was a... Huge change from the year before, but it was right when I began menopause, my thyroid became underactive. After doing some research, that's actually not that uncommon. 25% of women who enter menopause have an underactive thyroid. Mm. So it does happen. That, so your low sex hormones plus an underactive thyroid make weight loss more difficult. Now, what I can tell you is it didn't make weight loss impossible.
1: I was going to ask you that, but is it impossible? No. As a coach.
0: So, even with everything stacked against me, I was still able to lose the weight.
1: So, uh, let's flip it to me now. We'll keep going on you. I have very same as her thyroid's good. My testosterone's low, DHEA. My hormones, my sex hormones are low, my libido's low. I admit it. That being said, I still lost the weight. And I'm still eight percent body fat and ripped and chiseled and lean. Call it what you yeah, want. Yeah, but you know, I follow I, macros.
0: Okay, but back. To, can we talk about back, yes. back to? Yeah, <laughs> But my point is, I was still able to lose it. Now, do I did it? Was it like a light bulb? Yes, I do feel like I feel like I give it a hundred percent. I'll be honest with you guys. I think most people do not give it a hundred percent. They no. give it seventy if they're doing pretty good. Yep. And with my 100%, it took 100% effort getting my steps in, getting all my workouts in, hitting my macros, cutting out alcohol, cutting out chips, tracking on the weekends, even watching it when I was on vacation, everything. It took all of that over the course of four months plus the the MOTS-C peptide, which I do feel helped with my metabolism, which was necessary it took all of that, and yes, was I able to get the 15 pounds off? Yes, I was. But at no point did I ever say it was
1: easy. No. You actually would tell me in private, this is hard, baby. This is the hardest 15 pounds ever to take off.
0: Yeah. It felt like it because it just felt, gosh, my body usually exceeds my expectations. This was yeah. the first time my body didn't exceed my expectations. Isn't it
1: crazy? We're both operating on fumes and we accomplish what we accomplish. That's the point I was just getting to. Like people always want to blame their hormones, even men too, starting to blame their hormones. You no, know, you put in the work and go hundred, you'll see results still.
0: What I feel it, that happens is that, can I be honest with you guys? If I would have really honed, uh, luckily it glazed over. I really didn't even think of my thyroid. When the doctor said it's probably a fluke, be blah 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 because it's always been fine I didn't even it didn't stick with me that maybe I had an underactive thyroid I don't know why but if I had confirmed that I had an underactive thyroid and like really dwelled on those things I would have kind of felt defeated and I don't think I would have worked as hard
1: I know what you mean Some psychi- know what I mean? It, yeah what you're saying is a psychological thing and it can be and I try not to get in my head either when I got my lab results back Damn. I'm up and on fumes, but I'm still going to go hard. I'm yeah, I think it's a little hard.
0: It's almost a little harder because you think, wow, I just got all these markers tested that tell me that weight loss is very difficult. It doesn't sound like that's like a tough battle that I don't feel like I have the energy to fight. Yeah. And I think that's what happens to a lot of people is what I'm saying. I think that they yes. feel defeated before they even really begin. Oh, And a lot of it is for because of comments like this. Yep. Because you've got people saying, it's impossible. You can't do it. You're going to belly fat, all these things. And I think it's the, do not entertain negative people like this. Because I'm telling you right now, if there was a time in my life, I was finally going to lose it. I was finally going to gain all my weight back. Like I once was overweight and all of that. This was the time it was going to happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: When my thyroid became underactive and I wasn't aware of it and I entered into full-blown menopause at 47 years old, this was the time it was going to get me. But I still fought the fight and I gave it that much more effort despite everything stacked against me.
1: Why, well, I man, you don't have that quit in you. You just don't. You're not that kind of person that rolls over and dies. It's just not in your, your DNA. You're not that kind of person. A lot of people, unfortunately, are. They just tap, they give up. That's what I always say don't tap out. Keep fighting. You only hear once, so keep fighting. And so
0: I want, and I tell you this not because I am bragging. I tell you this and I share it because I want to have hope. I would love to see, I want to see other women who have gotten through it and made it to the other side and didn't have to throw in the towel. That's what encourages me to think, oh, then I can do it too. I don't want to, like a year ago, I wouldn't have wanted to watch a bunch of YouTube videos of people saying how this is the most miserable experience. Look at my belly fat. I feel horrible. I look horrible. I have thin lips and a dry vagina and all the things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like crap.
0: I want to see people who made it through so that I know that I can make it through too. That's why I do this. This is why I share. Just so you know, my HRT journey starts now. I've ordered my medication. I am going to take estrogen, progesterone, and a low dose of testosterone because all of those levels were below normal, very low for me. And so we're going to get myself back to normal. And then I'm also taking the peptide that I discussed a couple of episodes ago, ago, the IFG. What is it? I... Insulin growth, IGF-1. I think it's LR3, yeah. So I'm going to be taking all of those things, and I will document it, hopefully. Oh, and I'm also going to be taking thyroid medication.
1: Interesting. I forgot. I remember you told me you were shocked. Babe, my thyroid is low and you suspected it but, uh, under, but but you suspected it but you don't know till you get your lab results if it's the truth or not you can't just guess
0: now i have con- two confirming lab results that not only is it did it confirm my previous may lab results but it even is more underactive now which directly coincides if you look at the chart because it was always normal and very stable for all of my blood work i have results back to 2015 and everything was always stable and then you see a sharp change in my thyroid in May, which directly coincides. But I'm taking, so I'm taking thyroid meds, progesterone, estrogen and testosterone and a peptide. That's all happening probably starting in the next week or so. And I'm going to document the process, but I'm excited about it because I'm going to switch my goals. I'm going to focus on muscle building because muscle is going to be the key to a healthy, stable metabolism and longevity, and just overall health and well-being. I
1: think people look at muscles as athe- aesthetics. That's the bonus. There's a lot muscles you need to function. You need to move your body, lift things, move things. You need strength in your life. You fall down, you catch yourself. You don't break a hip. You don't yeah. have weak, brittle bones. You need muscles, you guys.
0: Yeah, Period. and then the other beauty is this clinic that we're working with, they continue to test your blood and reassess what you're doing. So in three months, I will get more blood work, and I will have good data. You guys know I love Data. So anyways, make yes. sure you tune in because we're going to, I'm going to document everything, side effects, things I feel, how it affects my body, all of that stuff here. Make sure you guys tune in and we're moving on to comment corner now. Cindy Russi says off topic, but would you do a makeup tutorial on your look? It's so natural and beautiful. I am going to do a makeup tutorial on on my current makeup routine on my YouTube channel. So stay tuned for that. Shannon Taylor says another great episode. Thanks for touching on this topic. She was referring to the poop episode. Uh And then VJP101 says, you look so pretty today, Janine, even more than usual. And I thought that's such a nice, after having such a hold my coffee comment and then to have that, it it was nice. It was very nice. And Trisha 5348 says, can you talk about fiber in your next episode? For example, I've been trying to increase my fiber, chia seeds in my omelet, flax seeds, but I've been constipated for two days. Maybe I took too much. I know you talked about fiber briefly it, as it relates to bloat and poop, but sometimes for this reason, I don't want to take fiber. Or maybe there are better options. I did drink water, but maybe not enough. It still took two full days. I know it's important for weight loss and your muscles She says, on another note, I'm so glad you're open to the poop topic. Not many people feel comfortable talking about it. But when you're empty, you're happy and your day is happy. You're so true. Like you feel like the toxins are out. But she also wants to ask lots of days she feels happy and energetic, but then shortly after feels unusually tired. Is that a nutritional factor or dehydration? All right, so that's pretty loaded, but fiber is interesting and it can be very confusing because the same fiber that can help you if you're constipated can also help you if you have diarrhea. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. But fiber is very important for digestive health. It's essential. It adds bulk to your stool and it helps prevent constipation because if you add bulk to your stool, it stimulates the contractual... Situation happening in your intestines to move the to m- stool. To
1: move it along, yes.
0: But actually, more, an, a supplement that I talked about last time is magnesium. Magnesium also helps stimulate the contraction. Ah. So that's really important. But so fiber adds bulk and it promotes regular mm-hmm. bowel movements. It can also help with things like diverticulitis and hemorrhoids. But a good balance of fiber is important. There's two different kinds of fiber there's insoluble fiber and there's soluble fiber so insoluble fiber is the type of fiber that doesn't dissolve in water it doesn't undergo significant digestion yeah insoluble fiber is it, it the calories from fiber it doesn't even have calories attached to it because your body doesn't have to digest it uh. so this is where if you see something that has a lot of carbohydrates in it on a food package and the dietary fiber is really high, but the calories are low. Yeah. That's because the calories from dietary fiber, insoluble fiber don't count. There's no calorie allotment towards Interesting. it. Interesting. So it throws off the mathematics yeah. of food labels sometimes. But it's ideal for colon health. So it helps you poop. It adds bulk and it moves more quickly. It helps the bulk helps your bowels move more quickly through the digestive tract. It's a sponge effect too. It absorbs the water in your intestines and just helps things
1: move along. Move it's, like, along. it's like little workers when they're pushing things along. Yes. In case it's like get something gets stuck, uh-oh, we got to unstuck this and push it along.
0: Yeah. It's, it's actually also excellent for weight management, both soluble and insoluble fibers excellent for waste management, it slows down gastric emptying. So it keeps the stump, the contents in your stomach longer. And so it helps you stay fuller longer. And when you have contents in your stomach, it, it keeps your body from releasing ghrelin. Yes. So ghrelin is the hormone that will be released when your stomach is empty, your body will release ghrelin to get you to eat more. Yep. And so having the slowing down of gastric emptying can really help. But insoluble fiber can be gas producing though. So too much insoluble fiber for a lot of people can lead to bloating because it causes gas. So samples of insoluble fiber are beans and a lot of vegetables. A lot of vegetables have both. A lot of things have both fibers, but like broccoli has insoluble fiber. It could be very gas producing. That's
1: me with black beans. For some reason, black beans, not pinto, black.
0: Yeah. Also whole wheat uh, and bran is all insoluble fiber. So if you're, pro and everybody's so different, so you've got to just go by how you feel. True. Um, because if, you, if it makes you gassy, you're going to want to avoid those things or take like an anti-gas medication with it, like the dimethicone, like a Gas-X or something like that to yeah. help because the fiber is still good, but if it's making you gassy, it's going to defeat the purpose of taking it. Facts. So soluble fiber is the kind of fiber that if you put it into water, it turns into a jelly-like substance. So like psyllium husk, chia seeds is a good example of soluble fiber. Soluble fiber can help with diarrhea because it absorbs water in the intestine. So if you have Uh a loose stool, it helps to bulk up the stool, which is good. So it increases stool volume. But it can also help with constipation because that jelly-like substance will lubricate the intestines and help you move things through.
1: Nothing worse than being backed up.
0: It's the worst. It's tricky because too much fiber and you could create too much bulk. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you have like Blockage. I know this is going to be again we're, again. we're talking about a lot of poop, but sometimes you have kinda hard, like, waste. like you have a hard stool that's built up that's creating like a, a plug. Yes. And then once that hard piece finally dislodges, kind of everything else will move on. Th- that's the fiber true. will move everything else on through. Yep. But if you have that situation going on and you just continue to take fiber to go you're just building more and more volume in your intestines and it'll constipate you more. In that circumstance where you haven't gone in a few days, you need something more of a laxative that's going to create the contractions. Yeah. So something with magnesium in it or like an actual laxative that's going to contract your intestines to get the plug out.
1: Even me, as regular as I am every morning, once in a while, I have a plug in me, and how I know it'll just drop and it'll boop your hair loud into the toilet. Oh my
0: god, I can't believe you just said that!
1: <laughs> it's like a rock,
0: terrible, babe.
1: <laughs> hey, candy with coffee, but, man.
0: But fiber is actually has so many health benefits for you. It actually can lower cholesterol because that gooey, the soluble fiber, that, that gooey substance, it binds to the cholesterol, removes it out of the bloodstream. It also helps to balance out blood sugar and lowers the impact, like the glycemic impact of some foods, which balances out blood sugar, which... So not only is fiber going to keep you full, which is excellent for like weight loss, yes. but it's also going to stabilize blood sugar so that you don't have those post-brandial cravings and spikes in blood sugar. Yep. So fiber True. is beneficial, but you have to listen to your body as well. And if you've, you can create a bigger problem. If you just think, oh, I haven't gone poop in two days. I'm going to keep eating more and more fiber. Think about it. It's volume producing. So if you're not going... The more fiber you are consuming, you're continuing to produce more volume, and you're not fixing the problem of why you're not going. The most important thing, because fiber can constipate you, is you have to be hydrated. One of the most common reasons of constipation is not adequate hydration you have to drink water if you are taking in all this fiber and not drinking water it's a big problem it'll constipate you and
1: you know being a coffee drinker and the first thing when i wake up is the first thing i want to do is get coffee i don't do that i drink water first always hydrate with water right always remember that for you coffee drinkers my people water first eight to 10 ounces first Mm -hmm. before you get to your first cup of coffee. If not very true, Um, I would say 16 ounces minimum.
0: So in the circumstance of this comment, I think if you're even asking, maybe I didn't drink enough water, you probably didn't drink enough water. You guys should be aiming for like a hundred ounces of water per day, especially if you, you tend to be constipated. Also, if you are not someone that monitors fiber and then you suddenly hear from someone, Oh, I should be eating 30 to 35 grams of fiber a day. So you just jump to 35 grams. That's a shock to the system. As with anything in your body, you have to taper up slowly, test tolerance, slowly increase your fiber intake. Don't just out of the gate, take in 35 grams when you're used to taking 10 grams, you're going to have a reaction to that. You're either going to be gassy or bloated. It's going to constipate you or give you diarrhea. It could do any one of those three things. Look what
1: happened to me in Colombia when I took too much coconut oil in. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah, exactly. But that wasn't fiber.
1: No, I'm saying, but it it, it took too much of that. My body didn't like it. Right. It it did exactly what you explained. Yeah, because you're not
0: tapering up. You're not testing the tolerance Mm -mm. of it. Like I said, fiber is very beneficial, has so many benefits, but you have to still listen to your body, taper up slowly and pay attention to your bowel movements because if you're not going after a couple of days, that's it's not going to help just to continue to take fiber at that point because you're just creating more volume and it's just getting more and more backed up. You better get
1: a hold of that. That's a couple of days without going to the bathroom is not good, bad.
0: Yeah. Now, the other question you said, you get worn out after a movement, that could actually be due to dehydration. So if you had a lot of loose stools, then a lot of people will feel wiped out. Or it could be due to exertion if you had, if you were had previously been constipated and you had to use some exertion, that can like wipe you out. But it could be nutrient-based as well. But there is actually an interesting thing that happens to some people after bowel movement. It, it's a vasovagal response that's due from the exertion. There's actually you can stimulate the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is the nerve that actually causes people to pass out.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: They have a sensitive vagus nerve. Yes. And so that can, the straining can lead to stimulation of that nerve and it can cause a sudden drop in blood pressure, which may result in like lightheadedness or just exhaustion or just feeling wiped out.
1: That's not the same nerve that when you hold your breath and you're going for a one rep max, you activate. Yeah. It, right? That's yeah, the same it one? It is. Oh, it is the same. Yes. Okay.
0: And you think about it, the exertion during a bowel movement, you could be holding your breath yeah. a little bit. Yep. Yeah. But I would recommend for a woman, especially like 25 to 35 grams of fiber a day, have a good combination of soluble and insoluble fiber. So chia and flax are are great forms of fiber for a laxative effect. And then vegetables and things like that are a great form of insoluble fiber. But keep in mind that insoluble fiber is the fiber that tends to make you more gassy so if you're sensitive to that pay attention and don't consume the things that are making you gassy because there is no benefit no, to that I
1: hate that it's That's a why, terrible feeling as much as I love black beans and I want to eat them sometimes I stay with them because I know what to do unless I take a gas pill or something
0: yeah and it's just you got to remember you guys everybody is so different and what works for one person may not work for the other. Exactly. So there's lots of forms of fiber though. So if broccoli is not your thing, if that for whatever reason creates a gassy situation, then go with something else. Exactly. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you on the next one. See you.